Blog Talk Radio. Now it's time to bring in the master. Grab your cigar and rum and tune in for the Kayak Fishing Raw Podcast. Hosted by Bigfoot Jays and Wahoo Joe. Straight out of Hawthorne. It's the holiday season, Fred. Gobble, gobble, sons of bitches. How's it going? Good, man. How are you? How are um, those dog treats? Just living the treat. So I actually ate um, some dog treats uh, at Freddie's house, and it was pretty unbelievable. They were good. You can't, he, he, so Joe, he came in the house, and he's like, oh, dude, can I have some of those? I didn't know what they – they looked like little snacks, and yeah. Maggie had made them all night last night. I had no idea what they were. Like, I, I didn't know they weren't for people because she was making Halloween stuff. I mean, not, not Halloween, but Thanksgiving stuff for, like, where we're going. And yeah. they're just a tub of things. And he's like, can I have some of these? I'm like, sure, bro. Go for it. Yeah. You? Well, I caked some peanut butter on there. You dug in. And uh, you dug, in dug into the doggy treats. <laughs> thanks, buddy. Yeah. So, as you guys can see, we have a new studio. Yeah. Special thanks to Freddie here. Yeah, he's buddy. really helped out. Uh, we want to make this podcast as big as possible. And uh, I think this is a big step, right? Yeah, I think so. I mean, I, I mean, always you can improve something. Sure. But, I mean, you know, for what we're doing right now, I think it's going to be great. And right. we, we will be on YouTube chopping up these longer podcasts into segments that are easier to digest. Right. And that way, if you don't want to listen to the Yeti stories or the alien stories sure. or the fishing stories, you can jump to whichever one you want. And it'll right. be small. So you don't have to scrub through a big one hour and a half conversation. So. And it gives people options. Yeah, it gives more options. And right. That's the key. So, yeah, okay. I, mean, I think it's going to be good. Yeah. yeah, I think it'll be great. So, uh, microphone-wise, I'm pretty good right now. Is this yeah, good? You, look, you look to be fine. I mean, I can hear you fine. Okay, all and, right. And we have a clean enough signal. We'll, we'll, we'll sort it out. Okay. Yeah. So, uh, we got a big guest coming in. Yeah, I mean, you, got, you landed a whale. So, we got uh, Morgan, and he's with Hobie. Yep. And I'll tell you what. He has been dealing with us now for, and Hobie, for probably since the beginning almost. And uh, he's definitely one of the guys that have been on our side from the beginning. Uh, I love some of the stuff that he does. And um, if you don't know who Morgan is, I mean, literally this guy, uh, he catches every type of fish you could think of. And um, he's just pretty rock solid, man, as an angler. It's cool because they're doing it as well. They're not just, you know, they they do it. You know what I mean? Like they're going out and practice yeah, he's what they preach promoting the product yeah but you and he's it. catching these big fish yeah they're not just out there trying to sell kayaks they're doing what their you know their product is made to do so right it's really kind of cool and respectable to see that yeah it's not like some 90 year old ceo of a big company who's just like counting paychecks you know what i mean right. they're out there fishing and they're out there doing they're putting it they put out really cool content too their yeah. commercials are really funny they put out good stuff so yeah props to all those guys and it's a good it's a good kayak yeah. Top of that, you well, know? no, I, I, it'll be great to talk to him, and um, I'm really excited for that. So uh, we'll get him on the phone in a few minutes here. And uh, you've been fishing. I have been fishing. So what's been going on? Not, not much, man. I went to, um, I went down to, what is it, uh, Biscayne Bay. Right. Where there's this, this guy I've become friends with on uh, YouTube. His name is Alex, and he's got a up and coming like channel, and it's, it's getting good, man. I mean, he's got, he got, he's, he's doing the work. You know. What I mean? Right. So he wanted to he wanted to paddle the scouts and um, I was like dude for sure that's what they're for so I went down there I took them both down there in the van and, and you're a stealth guy yeah, yeah just yeah. so these people if you, if yeah. you guys don't know who Pedal Pirate is uh-huh. this is Pedal Pirate 
uh, tell them what you did. Like, how, how did you get that name? Oh, man. that's uh, Well, I did it like a trip. I think we talked about this before. Well, yeah, my dad had to rescue you. Uh, I wouldn't go that far. Uh, you're wrong. wrong. You're wrong. Anyway, so Kevin Zimmerman, our, one of our good buddies from uh, – from Heroes on the Water, right? And the tournament, East Fish tournament. Yeah, he used to help the tournaments, but I don't know where he's gone. He's got a cool job, and then he's gone. Over he time. was back at the last tournament, so yeah, that was yeah. good. So he, um, so I did a ride from New York City down to Miami. Yeah. The, uh, for the 2015 Battle in the Bahamas. Right. And um, yeah, so he he sort of coined the term pedal pirate um, from the, from my Instagram page, which grew really fast during that time. So right. it was pretty cool. So at pedal pirate is the Instagram you can check it out. But yeah, so I went down to uh, Biscayne Bay and we were, and so we were fishing for uh sea trout, which I had never, ever caught a sea trout. And I caught like about a 15 or 16 inch one. It was pretty cool. And he did a little, his like video and we actually chopped it up right there on my kayak and like made ceviche out of it on the water. It was pretty cool. It was, really? Yeah. It was a pretty cool. Uh, it was a pretty cool little episode. Okay. He hasn't posted that yet, but when it comes out, it'll, it'll be fun to watch. Cause like, we literally filleted the fish like right as right after we caught it. it was yeah. Awesome. But this giant school of jacks comes through. I dude, it was like a fifty square meter like area where the water's just blowing up. Now we talked about this. Yeah. You are a jack guy. I love them, dude. Oh. I, I mean, that's why, eating. dude? They're brutes, man. Like they are the beast of the beast, man. Like around here, I don't. Th- I think as my as my friend George Pavarama says, that fish will pull something backwards and drown it. Like, for instance, a kingfish. Like, it would smoke a kingfish. Drown it. I mean, I don't know. I'm not – personally, I'm a Wahoo guy. Everybody knows that. I got the tattoo. I live and die for it. Um, that's my favorite fish. I love billfish. I I don't know about the jack, though. They're just fun, dude. And you know, like – Would you rather catch a Wahoo or a jack? Well, I'd rather, I'd rather catch a Wahoo. Okay. But if you ask me, like, you know, what – it's just as fun though. Like you want to catch the water, you want to catch the water because you're gonna eat it. But the excitement right? you get when you see the stripes in the water. It's, I gotta be great. I haven't ever caught one. But oh yeah, yeah I, I forgot. I've never caught one. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Freddie. But uh, you know, I, I think I think with the with the jacks, you know, they are a fun fight. I agree with you. I caught a huge jack Ravel on the beach, and that's something we need to get going again. We're gonna yeah. start snook fishing on the beach. We went and struck out. When was that? A couple weeks ago. Yeah, pretty much every time we've ever gone. Yeah, i when I go there a lot. I have this one spot, 16th Street. Actually, we had guys that met us there because we did a post on Instagram. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That which was, was really crazy. Funny. And uh, I've caught the biggest snook I ever caught on that spot. I don't really mind giving it up. I mean, 16th Street, just go there. Yeah, it's right where we launch. They call it Kite Beach. Right. You're not allowed to launch like kayaks or um, surfboards or anything inside of Pompano, inside the Lefkar Towers. So right. You must go there north or south. And there's a parking there's parking spaces at 16 Street. Yeah, and That's nobody bugs you. Yeah. You know, it's it's where you launch to kayak anyway. And um, it's I a cool know. it's a cool little beach. There's a fly, there's a fly right on that is zone. screwing with Fred, and it's oh, unbelievable. It like it's landing on his nose. I hope this is on video. Like on oh, his head. It's I'm, amazing. I'm gonna stay. Can in. we name the fly? Peter. Okay, Peter. All right. That's uh, that's fairly moderate. Peter. I'm talking with Morgan right now on Facebook. I'm trying to get him to. Oh, that's what that noise is. You just turn your notifications off because everything, there we you, go. everything you do on there gets recorded. Freddie. You know what I mean? Don't do just this. Just for your own sake, you know? Um, all right. So also what I wanted to talk about, mm-hmm. <laughs> UFOs, my friend. Oh, okay. So we had a discussion about how uh, before this about cell phones and how the UFOs, they're not really 
um, um, there's not enough, they're not capturing the UFOs like they used to in like, let's say the nineties, right? Yeah. Like it used to be that like everyone had a VHS record, like the people, right. who, it seemed like and it was everyone, foggy and like but, all 13 people who had a VHS recorder all would always get like alien footage. But now that everyone has like a high def 4k video camera in their pocket, the aliens seem to have disappeared. Well, but see, that's where I'm going to debate you, my friend. You think it's you, you know what the new tool know. is to find aliens? Mm, Google is. Earth, my friend. Oh. Google Earth. Mm. There is stuff popping up on Google Earth that is awesome, and these people are finding these ships in Antarctica and all this. I'm going to show you a picture. No, that's and, a movie that's called Prometheus. You miss, that's not Google Earth. Fred. That's not the video. Don't You're do talking this. about Prometheus. Oh, God. You're talking I'm, about Prometheus. I'm telling you. <laughs> trust me. They are finding some amazing material. Now, I'm going to tell you another story right. real quick. Okay. okay. Sorry, Kayak guys. I got, I got to talk a little bit more about this. But, and then we'll talk about the Sailfish Smackdown coming up in the Battle of the Bahamas. By the way, we're selling tickets for those right now. Mm-hmm. Super stoked. Yeah, but, I'm so excited. But, back to this real quick. So, there's this site that has like a message board, right? And on this site, there was, uh, it's, it's all for like, um, U- UFO seekers and stuff like that. Foilhats.com. Uh, sure. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> jkomensky.com. Oh. Um, and this guy logs on. His name was like Star whatever, Starlight, Starbright, whatever. Cheeto fingers at. The erratic cheetah. Cheeto fingers at inmymomsbasement.net. Correct. And this guy went on there and said, listen, I am a alien from another world. Oh. And I had to stop at your planet because something happened to our ship. Stop laughing. This is real. So listen to this. So he writes this on the message board, right? And then, um, so the people are like, this is bullshit. This isn't real. There's, you know, who is this, who is this guy? So he starts posting, you ready for this, pictures on the forum. And these pictures. Pl- uh, like of his planet or no? Well, listen to this. First, it's, it's pictures like above Earth. Mm. Okay. Now, what was strange was, so people right away went online to look for, like, pictures that he took offline or whatever, Mm -hmm. and no one can find any of these photos that he took. And it looks like photos our Apollo missions would take. Mm -hmm. It, like, was very similar. So the people are like, all right, if you're real, okay, take a photo of the Sahara Desert right now. Boom. Ten seconds later. And, and he says he moves speed of light all the time, everywhere. So, like, like 10 seconds. But this is weird. All of a sudden, he's got a picture of the Sahara Desert in this weird thing. And we'll put this on the video for you guys to see some of these pictures, hopefully. Yeah. Um, so then one guy goes, all right, I want you – I'm going to give you an address, okay? And it's this guy's address. And I want you to, to fly down as low as you can and take a photo – of this address. Google Street View. No? Dude. So the guy <laughs> shits his pants, no lie, sees the ship, and then he posts on the forum a picture of the kid's house and him outside like this. So this guy gave an alien. Then the alien, then, the, then his whole thing <clears throat> deleted. The site crashed and no one heard of it again. Hmm. It only lives in history. In the stories of well, people save the photos and the screenshots, and they have all this saved. So this guy can bend time and space, but he can't delete shit off of your hard drive. It's the holiday season. That's what you're telling me. 
There's an alien who can teleport. Correct. And he can close down his account on a website instantly. Well, no, no, he it wasn't his account. He crashed the website itself. Mm. But he didn't go into the. You see that flag? Yeah. It's, big, flag. it's a Gangster big flag. fly. Gangster flag. Been eating piles of shit for like five days. Right. That's how it got so big. Right. It just landed on my head. Right. All right. So this guy. Right. You're telling me he can't just delete stuff off of your phone or your hard drive. Like, I mean. He's got to be able to do that if he can. It, it, he can it was. through time and space. Like, get the hell out of spoice? here. Spoice? Time and spoice? No, I said space. Okay. Oh, that's all right. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, I think it's. Just Interesting. I think it's odd. And oh, we got Morgan calling in. Yeah. Morgan, how's it going, bud? What's up, guys? How you doing? Just living the dream, my friend. What are you up to? I am uh, back in the office today. I just spent uh, my entire day yesterday trying to catch a big bluefin tuna on one of the offshore boats here. We've, you know, those big uh, bluefin have been moseying around our coast for the last three years and still trying to get one over 150 pounds. So, Jeez, tried again and failed. About that. Does oh. that mean you've caught them less than 150 pounds? Like, what's the biggest one you've caught? Oh, this is um, <laughs> like a like maybe a 80 pounder on on the bluefin, but uh, yeah, just a baby. It's just crazy. It's a little baby. Just a baby bluefin. Wow. Yeah, right. He's swimming around like a baby. It is a baby for the ones they've been catching. They've been getting them close to 400 pounds, but a lot of them over like 200. So, wow. Well, Morgan, uh, we really appreciate you calling in and and, uh, you're with Hobie. And uh, I've been, you know, we've been talking together for years, like actually since the beginning of the series. I believe I met you at Nautical Ventures. And um, yeah, yeah, man, we still got to get you to the Selfish Smackdown, at least one of these tournaments. But uh, give the viewers a little background on you and, and how long you've been with Hobie and, and how all that's working out. Okay, cool. Yeah, so um, I have been kayak fishing since uh, 2000 and uh, started off, uh, you know, had a bunch of different kayaks over the years, and a friend of mine um, forced me to try this, this funny-looking pedal drive system And I kind of looked at it and thought, you know, you know, what kind of joke is he trying to play on me or what kind of gimmick is this? And I, I tried it. And three minutes later, I was just blown away and had to, had to get one. So I I got a Hobie and uh, started um, fishing off of that thing. And then uh, guided a little bit for a couple of years off of La Jolla, California here, and then have been working directly for Hobie um, for the last eight years and worked uh, at a Hobie dealership before that. So got a big passion for kayak fishing. The good thing is I still have it even after eating and breathing kayak fishing almost every day of my life. But yeah, yeah, so do all the um, product development, uh, work work on the sales and marketing side of things for Hobie fishing. And it's been, been a fun ride hanging on while the, the, the whole sport's kind of taken off and grown. So, um, yeah. Yeah. And that's about it. Um, Hobie, I mean, what I think Hobie's is great about, yep. I think, I think what's great about what you do, Morgan, is that like people see you on the water. You're like, 
You're that guy that's just doing it. You're catching the fish. You're using the product. You're showing that it works. You're showing that you can catch any type of fish you want to catch. I mean, you're in the water with these things. I mean, it's, um, you know, that's, that's something I really respect about what you do um, is that, you know, you're a hands-on kind of guy. And uh, I, I'm, I'm very similar. I, you know, you got to just, you got to get your hands dirty sometimes and just show the people what it's like. And, and it's a passion and it's a lot of fun as well. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. I think, you know, what you said right there is um, I try to, I try to live that experience that like our customers, the, the people who are buying our kayaks and accessories and stuff live because I want to make sure that what we're doing is, is making sense for everyone and, and coming across the right way and all that kind of stuff. And I think it's the same with you and the, the tournament series, man. I know how much uh, work and effort goes into those things. And on tournament day, when you're, when you're, you know, behind, uh, when, when the photographs are going off and the videos are being made and stuff, you've got to, you got to make it look easy. Right. And, Oh, and, you and know, stuff, it, but there is, yeah, but, um, I know there's a lot of hard work that goes into it and it's kind of the same thing for me. I, uh, I'm in the office majority of the time, but most people think I just kayak fish for a living, but that's, those are my, those are on the weekends or overtime days usually. Mor- but, Morgan, when I tell people yeah. I run a kayak tournament, they go, "Oh, is that is that like your side thing? Is that?" And I go, "No, no, I do that full time." And they're like, "No, no, really, you do that full time?" I go, "Yeah, I do it full time." And yeah. it, it's just funny because a- <laughs> I get asked that all the time. It's funny. Yeah, it's yeah, cool. But yeah, what so, a great what a great industry to work in, man. It is pretty cool, man. All right, so Morgan, I got to ask you a question that everybody that owns a Hobie has been dying to ask you for probably the last 20 years. So when okay. are you guys going to... 20 you, years. Or 4,500 20 years. years. What are you, like 50 now? What are you talking close. About? Okay. <laughs> so the handles, the handles on the Hobies, when are you going to just start making them out of something that doesn't break? Because those things are like the terror what, of the world. What, 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 what handles? It's, like the, the 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 drag handles or whatever you guys call them, like the ones in the front. The, like, the, yeah, it seems like the rope always comes out of the handle. Everybody, huh. everybody has like a mop stick on their hobie. Really? Well, we have long beaches here, yeah. right? Like we have super long. Like Pompano was like about a. Oh, like, gotcha, gotcha. Forty yards. It's like forty yards, right? So yeah, if you're, if you're dragging that thing, it pulls those little that, plastic. I can, it pulls I can the rope see how through the. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, so those handles, like we, we really don't have a lot of issues with them. Um, so I, that's kind of a surprising thing to me. I haven't heard that one very it's often. Freddie, Freddie breaks everything. Yeah. So don't mind Freddie. He, he probably breaks everything he owns. I think he's lost about it, 10 though. reels. Oh, dude. I have a couple. I've dumped a couple of them. No, that, that's a good, that's a good point though. I'm actually glad you brought that because an issue that we do have with those handles is, um, some people store their boat off of them and they hang the boat like on the oh. ceiling of the garage by the handles uh-huh. and they will, the inserts will rip out before those handles break actually. Um, really? but I can imagine huh. if you're, if you, if you have a, um, a kayak loaded down with a hundred pounds yeah. a year and a couple of nice big fish on it, um, they do and that. hauling it. Yeah. Hauling it up and down the beach over time. You know those that line can wear wear down or whatever. Um, but yeah, I mean we we got the long beaches here. We do have that. But. We got a long beach. I have a buddy. His name is Bobby, and Bobby, you know Bobby Buzaki. Yeah, 
And he has this like bootleg rope. It's literally just a rope with a few knots in it tied to the front, <laughs> to the front eye, like the little stainless mm-hmm. eyelet, you know, yeah. the pad eye, uh-huh. instead of his handle, because it's Doug, Doug, it's Doug Perez's old kayak. Oh yeah, Doug's and old kayak. I, I don't know what it is about Hobies, but it seems like they gain weight over the years. Like it's like if it's a two-year-old Outback and you strip it down, it weighs like ten pounds more than a new one. It's, oh yeah, well they. It, it's just it's the like they yeah. absorb. I don't know what it is. They're just so heavy after like a minute. But Morgan, let's get <laughs> so fishing yeah. fishing wise with your bluefin tuna, man. Like, how do you like? I I can't even like think about to begin with that. Like, you go out there and you're just like targeting these things on the kayak itself. No, so so this was not. Um, I wasn't kayak fishing. We have a oh, big giant okay. fleet. Yeah, we have, we have a big giant fleet of um of boats that um fish out of San Diego. Um, so I was like 70 miles out to sea, uh, yesterday Mm. on a 65 foot boat with, uh, 28 other anglers on the boat. Um, so kind of like a party boat or charter boat that, that the guys use for, um, fishing like the red snapper and stuff. It's kind of the same thing, but, um, we actually did last, last year or the year before, I think, um, a lot of anglers did actually hook into bluefin tuna and land them from their kayaks, including uh, Kevin Nakata, who works here at Hobie also. He got oh, like I a, know Kevin, a 40 yeah. pound. Yeah, yeah. So, unfortunately, I never got got out during that time when they were around, but there was about a two-week window where guys were catching yellowfin tuna and bluefin um, up to like 40, 50 pounds. Uh, they came in close enough, but it's kind of a rare, rare deal for them to come that close. Yeah. So. Yeah. Well, that's, that's awesome, man. Well, you know, I really appreciate, you know, you guys sponsorship with us and, you know, giving us a chance in the beginning. And, you know, as you know, like we're, we are you know, with nautical ventures and, and those guys have been great friends of ours for years. And uh, when I went in there, they were the only guys that weren't like, dude, you're crazy, man. Like what you're talking about is nuts. I can't sponsor that. So, um, you know, having you guys you know, along the ride with us has been, has been awesome. And man, I got to get you out to the sailfish smackdown because, I, um, oh, yeah, ugh, something you got to do. I know. Um, let's get it on the books for this year. When is it or something? So the sailfish smackdown is, uh, January 27th and 28th. And, um, okay. yeah, man, we, we actually going to have, uh, the Jim Salmon's come down for it and a couple other guys from Hawaii that are coming. So, um, yeah, man, I'd love to get Was you out that- there, at least get you as a judge. Yeah, for sure. Was that the um, was that the tournament where they called all the Wahoo in? Because that's the one I want to go to. <laughs> oh, <laughs> that was the last Summer Slam. Yeah, man. That I'll tell oh, you what. Was this, that was amazing. Oh my god, that uh, tournament was unbelievable. I mean, Fred, as an angler, like, what was it like for you? I mean, seeing oh, that it was it was brutal. First of all, because I didn't catch one of those. <laughs> Like a baby whale wahoo. That thing was a giant, that thing that John McCroy caught. And there was multiple ones in that tournament. It was crazy. Like, you know, some of us catch fish and some of us don't. Mostly I don't. And, then, and you know, you come back to the beach, and the only thing you want to do is grab a beer, but you just see all these giant wahoo, and you're like, where, where were these fish up for the past seven hours? Like, I didn't, you know, some – it's fishing, man. It's, but those fish were just giants, man. Yeah, it was – Morgan, it was, it was, it was epic. Nice. I mean uh, – uh, the biggest one was 71.9 pounds. Then we had a 59 pounder from a guy from Cuba. And then we had a, uh, I believe a 48 and then a 36. I mean, it was, it was crazy. But how we did it was oh, we, we dialed it into the moon. So the August moon is when that Wahoo do the run. 
And, uh, man, um, we got that dialed in because we had a 52-pounder caught the year before. So, yeah, man, if you could make it to just one of the okay. tournaments, that would be great. I would love to – yeah, if I can't make the January one, then I'm definitely going to come out for the Summer Slam. So, um, and I want to fish that one too. Sweet. So, oh, anyways. yeah, man. But yeah, what you know, up? I gotta say, Joe, it's been you know you were you're talking about Hobie being involved, but what you guys do is I think one of the most fun and exciting events. So for anyone listening to um, this podcast, like get out there and check out the you know the the tournament scene and and Joe's been doing a fantastic job with the extreme kayak fishing tournaments and they really are extreme and you know i think we kind of came come from the same background on that kind of stuff we both like catching big fish off of the the kayaks and that's what the tournaments are all about yeah man i really appreciate it morgan i really appreciate it and um you know fishing in california i mean that's like totally different right i mean you guys are going for like yellowtail and stuff like that yeah so um you know, there's a lot of, there's a few different options out here. There's like a few um, bays and estuary systems that you can fish um, for spotted bay bass and halibut. Um, we get um, croakers and bonefish and stuff like that. And then um, out in the ocean along uh, the shoreline and, and the kelp beds, there's calico bass, um, halibut, white sea bass. But one of the, one of my favorite things to target are yellowtail and the bigger white sea bass. Um, just because they fight so hard and really give you a, they give you a good sleigh ride when you hook into a, a good one. Um, and then we also have, you know, good halibut fishing. Sometimes we catch thresher sharks and things. Um, but yeah, yellowtail in the summertime is when they, they usually get a little thicker off of our coastline and they're feeding on fin bait like uh, sardines and, and mackerel. Right. And you're able to catch them, catch them like uh, just free lining uh, a live bait or um or by casting um what we call a surface iron it's like a diamond shaped jig but any kind of epoxy jigs like the hoagie hoagie uh, uh epoxy jigs or um wax wings from shimano you cast those things at them and they blow up on them and just start immediately start stripping line they're a lot of fun i so, want to get a halibut man that's that's the fish I, I mean, that's like a big fluke. You know, I'm from New Jersey, so I'm used to catching, you know, fluke uh, and flounder. Yeah. And it, would, it would be a fluke if he caught one. Um, yeah. If he yeah, caught not, a halibut. I'd be a fluke if he caught a halibut. Yeah. I, I, I really think, man, I mean, those fish are monsters. I mean, uh, have you ever have yeah. you ever caught halibut? I have, yeah. Um, in actual fact, I just had uh, Mike Iconelli come out here um, two weekends ago. He called me on he called me on Monday and he was like, "Hey man, I'm gonna be in town." He was shooting a, co- a commercial for Rapala in Los Angeles, and he's like, um, "We're filming the next season of our Go Nike episode, so um, how about you take me? You know, can you take me kayak fishing? Can we catch something?" So I was like, "I wasn't gonna say no to taking Mike fishing out in the ocean on a kayak." So oh, I said, yeah. "Heck yeah, man, let's let's do it." It's not the most ideal time of the year, but Long story short, he ended up catching like a 21-pound halibut, which was pretty awesome. And he he completely lost it and, you know, did the whole Mike Iconelli thing, which was awesome to experience and be a part of. But um, they're out. They're biting right now, actually. Um, I'm 
I'm, I might have to sneak out there in the next few days after Thanksgiving uh, heck, and try to catch oh, one. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's cool, man. Yeah. Well, I'll, I'll tell you what, Morgan. I mean, like I said, having you guys involved in the tournaments the way you are and uh, just knowing you and, and seeing what you're doing, catching these monster fish, uh, man, it's, it's definitely been a joy uh, dealing with you guys. And um, I also wanted to ask too, your new Mirage drive. Now I haven't personally used it yet. Actually, I, sort of don't fish anymore because I'm, I can't even get out there. But um, so those ones, you know, they go for, for, for the new kids. Cause we get a no, lot of young Joe, kids. Joe has the, like the second Mirage drive ever. Literally like his, oh, I'm old school. He, he has like a 2010 Revo with the, with the Mirage drive that came with it. Oh my it God. So hard to paddle. Oh it's my so God. I, yeah. It's brutal. Man. I, I, um, but um, I was going to ask, we get a lot of young guys that, you know, that join the tournament series, especially the Summer Slam series. And um, with those with those new barrage drives, now you can go forward, backward, obviously. But, um, you know, the speed going backwards, I don't know why. A lot of kids always ask me, how fast do you actually go when you're just, like, pumping that thing backwards? Um, so, yeah, the with our barrage drive system, like, with a, with a propeller, right, with a propeller drive, yeah it's a hundred percent efficient going forward. But when you go in reverse, it's, it loses efficiency because of the design without okay. Mirage drive system, the fins are flipping, you know, around 180 degrees. So it's a hundred percent efficient in forward or reverse. Um, ah, okay. And so that, that's a, a cool thing about it. You know, there's a lot of other cool things about the Mirage drive. I think one of the most important things that a lot of people from a manufacturing standpoint is we've been making that thing for over 20 years. So right. um, we've got a lot of, it's a time tested piece of equipment. Um, and, you know, like I, it's funny, you said you have a 2010 revolution. And I think I remember when we were still, we were still talking with you um, when you were considering getting into a pedal drive kayak. Cause I think you're still paddling a lot. Um, I was, I was in motion actually. Yeah. And I mean, I'm, I'm the same way, man. I caught plenty of fish out of my paddle kayak and had a, had a great time on it, but um, I just became such a, a more efficient angler when I started pedaling with a Mirage drive system, just because yeah. I could, I, my line was in the water twice as much and, and I could control my kayak um, while I was fishing instead of, you know, maybe drifting in the wind or the current and, and having to adjust my fishing for that. But, um, I agree. Yeah, we got to yeah, get tough. I paddle in you gotta... the wind. The wind brutalizes huh? me. When I'm, I'm, I paddle in the wind brutalizes me. Oh yeah. It's, but yeah, I, tough. I'll tell you yeah. what Morgan. Um, yeah, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, the Hobie Mirage drive, I would say changed the game for our tournament series because in the beginning, you know, when we first started doing them, you know, we had a, a good group of guys, but you could tell that these guys were getting worn out by noon. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? And, and we couldn't get people like at, from all ages like we're getting now. I mean, we're getting we had a guy last year that was 75 years old that fished the tournament in a Hobie Mirage drive. And wow. it, it cool. just changed the game because it, it you know, now p- people from all ages can do it. Um, naturally, your legs are stronger than your uh, than your upper body. And, um, yeah. you know, you can last a lot longer out there. Like you said, you got two hands and, uh, you could basically be a multitasker out there, which I believe you got to be a king at multitasking when you're offshore kayak fishing. So that, that really helps you 
And um, yeah, man, I agree with you. I, I just really think it changed the game, um, especially for our tournament series that we've yeah. seen. Yeah, you'll yeah. see guys yeah. who you'll see guys who don't fish tournaments at all. I mean, they don't fish hardly ever, like Kratz, for instance. Like, yeah. And he's still able to go out and fish for three days in the Bahamas, four days in the Bahamas, and he's fine because it's efficient. You know, exactly. You can't do that paddling. You 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 have to paddle a lot in order to fish three days for seven hours, right? Yeah. But you can jump on a Hobie and literally paddle or pedal all day. Yeah. It's and you're, no issue. You're good. Yeah. It really isn't hard. Yeah. Um, it's a, it's a, yeah. it's a lot easier on your body, I think. than, you know, if you're going to be a, an occasional angler, it's definitely the way, you know, the way to go. You, yeah. Your, your body's not going to hate you. Like us, that. Joe. We're, yeah, we're man. Occasional anglers. <laughs> I know, man. I wish I can get out there like I used to, man. Oh my God. You got it. I, I, you got to catch another one of those giant Dorado. Oh, I, I know, man. That picture. That was awesome. That was a crazy day. That was one of the craziest yeah. days ever, man. Actually, Fred, that's doing the podcast with me now, he was with me uh, that day for the second one I caught. And, uh, oh, my God, man, the line got wrapped around everywhere. I'm screaming. I'm like, Fred, jump in the water. Make sure untangle the line. Like, <laughs> I, lo- I lost that mahi like five times, man. He kept spitting the sardine, and I'm freaking out. And uh, yeah, man, it oh was. Th- those were the days, yeah. you know. Those were the days. Right, <laughs> this was a good time. That was like under the kayak, like off of my kayak. Under, he's holding my kayak and trying to fight a fish, <laughs> and I'm under his kayak, like just chaos, unraveling line from the Mirage Drive and the rudder. It was a mess. Oh, it was chaos. Really, really mess. Yeah, oh. But we got it. I mean, we got it. We were screaming like little girls, man. It was, it was so nuts. Yeah, oh, that was a beast of a fish. Yeah, that thing was what thirty. Four or five yeah, it was. I mean, I didn't weigh it, but it was it was a beast. Was but a um, you know what? Yeah. Um, and the reason why I asked you that one question earlier about the backwards is, like I said, these kids. So what they're doing is, they're going in the canals, right? And they're going to the bridges and they're catching like big snook, tarpon, all that stuff. And what happens is, so the beauty of your kayak going backwards is when that current's strong, mm-hmm. the kids are pedaling back or paddling backwards full force, and they're able to stay in that spot and catch these snook. Mm-hmm. which is really gotcha. cool. So, um, and, and, and I only see the young kids doing it now, but it's going to catch on bigger and bigger and more YouTube, you know, how that goes, you know, some kid will make a YouTube video and, uh, and that'll start getting blown up too. But, um, it's effective, man. I will say that. Yeah, it is for sure. Yeah. I've, I've also tried, um, uh, slow trolling live baits going in reverse too. That's kind of fun. Um, oh yeah. And, like the yellowtail in the summertime, you get to watch him like smash your bait on the surface. It's really, it's, uh, it's a cool <laughs> thing to do. Cause usually, you know, you're, you're trolling going forward and you have your, yeah. your rods in a rod holder or you have it in your hand and you're just kind of watching the rod tip and you feel the bait getting excited and then you just feel the hit. But this way you can, yeah. some, especially if they eat it on the surface, you can watch it. It's just kind of oh, fun. Yeah. <laughs> and I gotta, I gotta ask you too. The, um, the so the yellowtail, they kind of resemble an amberjack here, at least from what when I look at them. Do they? Yeah. Do they taste way better, right? They're not really. Are they? Are they even a jack? Um, I think they. Yeah, they are in the jack family. Um, okay. But they probably my favorite sushi, um, aside from maybe like bluefin tuna belly or or toro. Um, is hamachi, which is which is yellowtail. I think hamachi's farm-raised um, Japanese yellowtail, but California mm-hmm. yellowtail's not. It's not as um, fatty as as like farm-raised stuff, but it's really really good eating both raw and and cooking. Um, 
Yeah, and I think as far as they fight and stuff, I haven't caught any really, really big amberjack, maybe up to like 15 or 20 pounds. But um, I think they probably fight pretty similar to an amberjack where they just they make long, yeah. hard, blistering runs and they just don't give up, you know. They just keep fighting all the way till the end. So they're, yeah, that's what they're really say. fun fish. Yeah, they're, they're, they're similar guys, from what I hear. You guys, you guys call the amberjacks – reef donkeys and kind of maybe sometimes get 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 tired of catching them right because oh yeah well you know what's funny so years ago in, in our first like two or three tournaments we had them as eligible fish because i felt like the anglers they weren't really there yet with catching the consistent uh pelagics like you know like kingfish and wahoo and stuff like that so we made mm-hmm. amberjacks one of the main fish so of course what happened was for like two years straight, straight to the they, these guys would battle to go straight to the wreck and they'd be on top of each other trying to get that one, you know, monster amberjack to win the tournament. Gotcha. And, uh, and then after like three years, we ended up scrapping it, getting rid of them. And, um, you know, cause guys were way better at getting the pelagics, but you know, they're a fun fish. If you're on vacation, if you come to South Florida, you know, they're, they're, they're fun to catch. Yeah. My buddies from, yeah. um, from South Africa, that when they came, yeah, all Julian wanted to do, like that guy could catch anything in South Africa. They can catch, you know, they can catch mahi off the beach. Jeez. And he wanted it. He wanted an AJ. That's all he wanted. And he got whooped. He was 0 for six on AJs. Uh, <laughs> read a threat. Like he went out like five days in a row after we got back from the Bahamas, and he got smoked on AJs. Like, oh, they'll whoop you, man. They'll beat you. Oh. Yeah, that's a brute of a fish. Like, it's, a, it's a monster. And he got smoked on AJs. Like. Six in a row, like the same in the same like, three day span, and he was so bummed oh, wow. out. Because, and this is a guy who ca- he'll go out in his backyard and a half a mile off the beach, and he'll catch fifty, sixty pound kingfish like it's nothing. And all day long they catch those fish. And he all he wanted in in life was an AJ. The reef donkeys, bro. It's a beast, man. It's the way of life. Pompano Beach, you. baby. Put it on you. <laughs> That's right. So Morgan, I gotta I gotta ask you, okay? In closing, mm-hmm. do you believe in aliens? Mm-hmm. So I'm going to fill you in on something. Um, so on this show, at the end, we always talk about either Bigfoot, aliens, ghosts, all that stuff. I love um, it. We've, yeah. yeah, we've had guests that have seen Bigfoot. Um, some have seen UFOs on the kayak. We actually had a guest <laughs> from Transylvania that got um, attacked by aliens in a swamp on his kayak. It was unbelievable. <laughs> so I got to ask, in I California, that. Yeah, what's, what's I, going on with the UFOs over there, man? So I, you know, I, I look for them pretty often in the sky and I, I've seen a couple of shooting stars and things like that, but I'm a, I'm kind of a hard headed realist and I, ha- I have to have a hands-on experience to believe things. And uh, so you, you got to get beaten by the alien yeah. in order so I, to believe yeah, it. You're going to need to get abducted and diddled yeah. before you even <laughs> got to get probed yeah, before you believe it. And then I will believe, yeah. But just because I haven't seen one yet, I, I can't say I believe in them. But yeah, that's I'm not to say they're not out there, you know? Um, yeah. And they could I, also just be living in the ocean really deep down there with the rest of the US alien ocean. fish. Correct. Well, that guy, yeah. that guy from Transylvania said that they were like – they were – they were in the water. They were in the water, right? Like they were Rus- eating people. They were eating Russian, like, <laughs> submar- submariners. Oh, my like, gosh. That's what he said. Like, this guy was a sm- Morgan, I'm going to send you that podcast. He was, was a special epic. guy. I, sure. Please do. I can't <laughs> wait to listen to it. Yeah, he said that they were, like, 
submariner. Yeah, he had a like, name for these Russians creatures. That, that were being eaten by these, like, ocean-dwelling aliens. Right. It well, was, Morgan, here's the thing, man. If you ever come in contact with anything yeah. that's call, paranormal, call us first. you need to give us a call, mm-hmm. and we'll talk about it. Don't call CNN. For sure. Right. Okay. Call us first, that's good. and we will I'm, have a long discussion on it. Yeah. I'm glad you guys are acting kind of like an alien support group for me, and I appreciate <laughs> oh, yeah. that. We're here for you, Morgan. We want to make sure We're that here. you're with uh, All right, Morgan. Well, listen, buddy, I'm, I'm going to end it there with the craziness. So um, we really appreciate you calling in, man. Like I said, I appreciate everything uh, you do and what Hobie does for the tournament series. And, um, you know, hopefully we'll have you back in soon. And, um, you know, we got the Sailfish Smackdown coming up in January, late January. So, you know, hopefully we'll uh, have you in for that. If not, um, you know, we got the battle in the Bahamas right behind that. So hopefully we'll see you soon. Excellent. Well, I, I appreciate you guys having me on and, and uh, you know, and having Hobie on board also as a, as a sponsor of the event. And just keep up the great work. And, um, I, you know, you make a lot of people happy getting out there and you run a great event. So keep up the great work. And, yeah, I look forward to – chatting with you guys and when i finally find an alien i'll let you guys know i love it so, or a bigfoot it could be a big it could be a bigfoot or, a bigfoot. or a ghost we'll set up for a, a bigfoot we'll set up for a bigfoot you don't have a ghost story like usually uh, people got some kind of ghost story nothing no oh no, 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 um, damn morgan he, he's a normal person I know. Yeah, most normal people don't have ghost stories <laughs> well, all right brother we're gonna let I you go to we're gonna stop terrorizing you <laughs> all right you guys have a great one have and a, happy thanksgiving have a good one, buddy you right. too, buddy. Have a great All Thanksgiving, right. man. Gobble, gobble. All, All right. right. See, ya. See you guys. Bye. Yeah, buddy. So what do we learn? Uh, well, there are no aliens or UFOs or... You're crazy. ...in Southern California. You could be right there. They don't want to go there. The taxes are too high. Correct. Um, we try to avoid that. I need to try out one of those new Mirage drives. You need to get one of those Mirage drives. Yeah. You're, you're I need to upgrade track. everything. Yeah, dude. I need to go fishing again. No, your kayak's fine. Like your kayak's the kayaks, but your your Mirage Drive is not only is it the first, like what is it V two second? It's like the second one. I got this thing in and, like two thousand eight, and you never upgraded to like turbo fins. Like you're still, never. You have the round. But I like the workout though. You know. Yeah, I like the you know when you're out there and you're tired and you're pumping. And pumping. It's good, you know. You know what I'm saying? Pumping. Yeah. That's, that, that's like your cardio for the year. That right. one trip you take offshore and in that in that in that Hobie is your cardio for the year. Right. You're like, hey, bro, I did cardio. I don't like cardio. I think it's overrated. January. Are we gonna see Star Wars? Uh, what is it? November 27th, right? Yeah. I'm gonna be in uh, Atlantic City in your hometown shooting the. You're unbelievable. Show. I know. I might go. Well, wait, doesn't it? Wait, I think Star Wars comes out December, right? I thought it was no. I, I mean, I saw a poster at school today. It said November 27th, 2017. Huh. Rogue One? Something like that? I don't know. I don't watch them. What? Yeah, you know. Oh, my God, Fred. No, I Did have... you just call this next movie Rogue One? Something like that. Whatever. That's what it's called, right? Jesus Christ. Rogue Two? Oh, my God. Wait, have you seen Star Wars? I saw the We, we need to get to know each other on the show, I feel like. like we, we, we gotta, we gotta, there's a lot we can learn from each other. So, I so you don't like Star Wars? No, I didn't say I don't That's like it. I'm just not going to go out and buy the the decorations and put it, up, you know, on my. No, I'm not going to do that. Oh like I'm going to watch it once. I'm not going to learn the Klingon language. Or... Klingon is Star Trek. Same Jesus. Thing. Whatever. <laughs> right. Yeah, oh I'm not going to learn God. how to speak 
you know, the board. That's Star Trek too. Same thing. Oh my god. Yeah. Trivia question. Okay. What is a Jedi from? Star Trek or Star Wars? Honestly. Star Wars. Quiz me on this, dude. I got all these. I can. Captain do Picard. Uh, Jean-Luc Picard. Jean-Luc. I like to call him Jean-Luc. Okay. From. Jean-Luc Picard. From. Jean-Luc Picard from the Star Wars. Star Trek Enterprise. Are you kidding me? USS Enterprise. Right? Constellation. From the next generation Star Trek. But he's on the Enterprise. Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk is the original OG. From? Star Trek. Okay. Yeah, for sure. Spock. Spock is the guy with the point. Luke Skywalker. That's um, the guy from Two Life Crew. Snoke. Snoke? Uh, You got me on that one, too. I know. I'm disappointed with that, too. Well, did they make the action figure of Solid at McDonald's? They did. Yeah, mm. he's wearing like a gold robe. I'm gonna guess it's for okay. So that's got to be Star Wars, right? Yeah. Are we gonna go fishing soon? Yeah, let's go. When? We can go. Um, I got a couple. I just want to get like a monster snook, you know. Hmm. Yeah, we can probably go like on the weekend this weekend. We'll go in the morning. Whenever you, whenever you feel like they're gonna be there. Yeah, we need to go. I think. Uh, mm-hmm. And we still have. I'm bus? super stoked because we got. The Battle on the Bahamas coming up. We finally, listen, we had a huge conversation, a um, little bit of debating, a little bit of fighting back and forth. It's all good. We love each other. It's tough love. Um, a lot of negotiating, but we finally signed another one-year contract. Good. Yeah, because of my favorite tournament. Yeah. And um, so we're heading back to the Bahamas. This will be our fifth year. That's crazy. Is that unbelievable? It's such a weird thing. Five years. Yeah. In a, in a different country. I mean, think about it. Yeah, we're taking one's kayak and transporting it to another country. I mean, there's nothing ever been done like that before. That's why people are like, oh, you know, I have a scratch. I'm like, dude, yeah. think about what you're doing. Yeah, you're going... <laughs> think. It is crazy because I try to do it by myself, like, without the tournament. And yeah. dude... It's not easy. No, it isn't. It is. And it's just the way it is. I mean, you're going to another country, and it's just, you know, there's, things are going to happen. But we're really excited because now I feel like – so uh, what happened was the government uh, – we got 13 minutes. The government pretty much cracked down on a lot of the corruption that's going on in the Bahamas, and they swapped out a lot of people uh, in the Bahamas Tourism Board. And so we're dealing with some of the same people we dealt with before, but there's some new people involved that I feel uh, could really, excuse me, that could really help us out. Who's um, Richard still there? Richard is still there, oh, but he, but we have other people too that are really stepping up and um, getting this thing moving in the right direction to where it needs to go. Cool. And one of the things is, um, you know, like getting flatbed trucks, for instance. Right, that's a big deal. We finally, 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 still knock on wood, but they signed the contract. We finally got flatbed trucks. We found a company that can do that. You know, it's little things like that um, that can go a long way yeah, for the tournament. Yeah, it makes a big difference. Yeah, because last, I think, you know, for the most part, it goes pretty smoothly. But yeah, like last yeah. year, there was guys waiting for until sure. 8 or 9, 10 o'clock at night. Yeah. And that puts which, in- which is mainly the customs. That's another yeah. issue that we had, um, which hopefully we dealt with again mm-hmm. because, um, you know, there's a lot of stuff. Every year, there's always something that pops up that's new yeah. this year it was the customs the customs was very uh difficult to work with this year remember, but you remember that time we were going through customs and i was eating like chips oh something? my god I and the guy came up he wanted to kill you you don't eat you don't you're disrespecting us with eating the chips i, I did not fred's know. like ah, 
Yeah, right? I'm like, dude, I'm just eating chips. Like, really? <laughs> What the heck? Meanwhile, I'm like slowly walking away. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I don't know him. I'm like, I'm not really going to pick you Dude, up. Dude, he was jail. he was gonna he was for real too. He, he was, was gonna not throw kidding. you in jail. Hundred percent not kidding. He was literally like offended that I was eating chips in the building. Yeah. It was weird. And it was Pringles too. It's I, not like it was uh um, Pringles is pretty decent. Pringles is sour cream. It's a fairly moderate chip. The sour cream ones are funny. Correct. With the green can. So yeah. You get that pop and you open the Right. I don't think he liked you. I felt like it was a little more personal. I never met the dude. No, he didn't like you. He didn't. Well, I was. The, everyone else was okay with it. The, 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 I, I was the eating a chip lady, right next to you. The young lady that was actually uh, attending to my custom services didn't seem to care. Was that two years ago or last two year? Two years ago. Yeah. Did you do, try it again this time? No, of course not. Dude. Why not? Because I have a. Let's brain. try it again. I learned. No, 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 no. no. Why not? No, nah, because have you ever spent the night in a Bohemian jail? No, me either. How much do that you want? Suck, how much though. do you want to spend the night in a Bohemian jail? Um, on your list of things to do in life, where is it? Hmm. Yeah, no. That's not, not on there. I don't think I want to do that. Not me either. Yeah. So I'm gonna go ahead and forego the chip eating. Right. In lieu of not going to jail. But all in all, I, I will say that that tournament is one of the most fun. I mean, it's like a vacation, you know. It's cool because you see these people. Like I fished a bunch of the tournaments prior. Right. To the. To that the, one's your favorite, huh? It's my favorite because like you see all the people. Right. But you never really talk to them. You know, you'll see them. You'll see people at the captain's meeting. And you're like, right. Oh, I, maybe I, I'm friends with that guy on Facebook. But you don't spend four hours on the ship with them, and then five days with them, and then four more hours on the ship with them. Then you really get to know the people after that. It's you know more of I mean? it's more of a family atmosphere, close knit. You're yeah. all stuck together, so you gotta communicate. You'll and... come back with more friends than you had. Sure. It? And that, I think that's pretty cool. Sure. Especially like for Maggie, like her first tournament it was her first tournament right was the bahamas tournament and she got friends there yeah Dylan and his girlfriend and she's still friends with them from that tournament had that been a summer tournament it'd be a little that different probably wouldn't have happened because we wouldn't have had you know hours the summer's more of like a beach bass show yeah in and out quick. It's yeah. one day if you don't quick. catch if you don't catch fish most of the guys just bail sure they don't which i don't out. like to see and, yeah, and, and and I said this uh, last year in the Summer Slam series after part one, I believe. But it was like, I mean, listen, if you win, wouldn't you want everyone to stay for you? I yeah, mean, 100%. I just yeah. feel like uh, there needs to be a little bit more camaraderie it is, it there. Is, it is, yeah, for sure. Like, you would like people to stick around. Sure. But it is tough to do. Of course. You're after fishing you all your day. You're, you're getting your butt whipped. Yeah. You're tired. I, I, I get it. it but if you win... You want people to be there. Sure. Yeah. Because and that's a thing that's great about the tournament series. You really can win. Anyone can 100%. win. Yeah, for sure. You want a Calcutta. I mean, anyone. If you can win a Calcutta, hey, Fred bro. York, hey, bro. Hey, anyone can win a Calcutta. Your, I only won because Kristen didn't enter. Well, How about that? That's true. How does that, how does that make you feel? Oh, oh my God. Like, dude, you would have totally gotten smoked by wow. a girl if she would have just ponied up the hundo. Oh, you know? Freddy. Freddy, uh, Freddy. But I did get third place in that tournament. Did you really? Yeah, dog. No. I don't remember. You know, it's one of my many accomplishments. Yeah. <laughs> the only fish I've ever... There's your plaque right there. Oh, Beautiful. That's my Global cal- fish mounts, baby. That's my Calcutta one. Speaking of that, I ordered a new pair of Costa sunglasses. For me? Oh. You yeah. shouldn't have. Actually, you left yours in my truck. Did I? Because I was blaming the guy... <laughs> I was blaming the TSA guys. Oh, here we go. Because I found my... I was, so Typical the last, Freddie. When York. we went to Texas for the for the, for the uh, Mr. Pavaramo... I came back and like my suitcase is in the room. Right. Still 
sitting on the floor, and my Costa case is empty. And I'm like, dude, they must have rummaged through my bags. No, you left it in the truck. Awesome. On the floor. Sweet. When we went to that spot that Ooh. didn't have anything. Really? The, uh, the what was the fish called? Arapaima? Arapaima. 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 We are going to catch an Arapaima here in South Florida, my friends. If we have to import it ourselves and it let is, it go. No, we're not going to no. do that. It's, but we are going to catch one. if it's one. not there, though? Well, if it's not, they are going to be there. I'm telling you. Someone, somehow, some way, they, they are here. We've gotten reports of it. They are oh. eating chicken wings right by that bruise room. That's oh, all the information I'm going to give. <laughs> Everyone right now is going right to Google yeah, Maps. I'm pretty sure you guys can figure it out. Buddy. Oh, crap. What did I just uh, do? You did a good job, though, bro. Oh, sure. my God. Um, That's not a big deal. I mean, we fished it, you know, two, two of the top guys on, the, on earth at fishing. Correct. Ponds. Correct. And we didn't catch it. Correct. I'm not one of them. We didn't get a bite. Trust me, we suck. Yeah. I speak for myself. We got skunked twice, didn't we? I need to get on the kayak again. You know what I'm saying? I talked to Jim Sammons. He's probably going to make it out and film the sale for SmackDown this year. Oh, nice. Um, it's a good one. Yeah. So, but I, I want to get out with him. We were talking before the tournament and you can come with us and let's try to get some fish, some sailfish before the tournament. Cause that's oh, where he gets most that. of his footage. I'm good at that. Catching the sailfish before the tournament. No, you're not. No, I um, remember last year. I but yeah, like, hopefully we can do that. Yeah. Last year I caught like three before the tournament and you're like, you're not going to catch it. <laughs> I told you that whole week I was fishing and I, caught, I was catching you, you blew, every day. You blew your load too fast. Uh, it is that weird, always happens. It's dude. so weird that that happens. Right? Somebody will get a monster Wahoo before the day before the tournament. It'll be an out of towner. And you feel so bad for the guy because you're like, dude, that's great, but I know what's you're going. not going to win now. I know, I know now. where this is going. Yeah, you're not going to win now. Sorry. Uh, yeah, it's a bummer, dude. Um, but whatever. I mean, it's for me, it's just more fun. I mean, I can yeah, go it'll fishing. be a ball. I can go fishing any day. Jim's a good guy. We'll get him on. You know what? We might get him on the next podcast. Oh, cool. Talk to him yeah. a little bit. Um, yeah, he's really into billfish and stuff like that. Um, our next podcast, because uh, we got five minutes, we're going to get into catching these sailfish. Some tricks, some, you know, some, I don't know. We'll talk about basically everything. Kite fishing. I know a lot of you guys want to hear about that. I feel like it kind of died a little bit for it's kayakers. A tough, it's a tough gig. It's got to be. I think you got to really, like, master it to have a chance with yeah. it. But it can win a tournament. Chris Simmons is good at it, man. He's good at it. That dude's yeah. in. So is Carl. Carl uh, T. He's, yeah, he's, he's yeah. pretty good, too. He's got it dialed in. Yeah, you, you have to get – I feel like this is what I feel because I don't know jack squat about really fishing. Yeah. Wait. Anyway, I feel like you have to have, like, sort of perfect conditions. Like, if it's just too windy, it's not going to work. It's not windy enough. It's not going to work. Um, but if it's just right, like, you can do it. Sure. But I think it needs to be, like – you need a plan for that if you're going to do it, but you also need to have a plan B. Like, if it, right. if it doesn't – if you're not able to get that kite up. Oh, I agree. Or, I mean, you know – But like, it can be effective. You can win a tournament. Yeah, I mean, I think. Yeah, like la- like I don't know. Last year, I think maybe Bobby tried it, and 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 that was it. It was dragging him like it was yeah. too windy. Like the thing was dragging him everywhere. I mean, so, remember what happened to Jay? His kite literally took the rod. It, it went out of his rod holder and started dragging. Yeah, there's all kinds of the water. I mean, you just got to be like, you got to be really dialed in to you do gotta it. You got to practice it off. But I think you know we'll get some people on. We'll talk about that, how you can do it, what you need to do. Um, you know, we're always trying to get you guys you know, better at catching these billfish. Um, listen, it wasn't too long ago where I remember our first sailfish smackdown, what was it, five years ago, and 
you know, we were all scared that no one would catch a sailfish because no one really did it. And Benny goes and Think about breaks that. the game. And now, five years later, we are consistently just killing it both so, days, just catching. It, like, mean, if you insane. catch one, if you catch one, you're just like, ah. Uh, not even a yeah, big it's deal. different. You, you have to catch like three. It's just changed. I mean, from 2005 to now, I mean, everything has changed. Yeah, it's a different game. It's a different sure. world for offshore kayak fishing. On that note, we love you guys. Um, listen, you can go to extremekayakfishing.com. Uh, you can sign up right now for the Sailfish Smackdown. The Battle in the Bahamas, you can register for that. That's open right now. Uh, we got some great prices, and a lot is uh, included in these packages. So, you definitely want to go on there, check it out, and uh, we will talk to you guys soon. Out. What was I, I was going to say? Happy, I was going to say Merry Christmas. Oh, it's a Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy, Happy Thanksgiving, 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 guys. Happy Thanksgiving. This has been the Kayak Fishing Vlog Podcast.